Come on, shop. Well, it's time to record now. Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now. We met on stage because we like to perform now. We're turtle bros and bashing all of our foes now. It's time to celebrate our energy. With new shows for you, the blast every other week. Come on, shop. It's time to let our geeks speak. I hear you, Rob. My geeks speak has crazy tech. We both love Marvel. He loves DC. We're both big nerds since 83. Welcome back, fellow geeks, to another fantastic episode of Geek So To Speak podcast, your source for all things geek. I, so, I like saying the tagline. The tagline feels real good when I oh, say it. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> I'm Wonder Rob, if you didn't already know that, hailing from sunny Southern California, and I got my boy on the line, Shaft. From sunny Arizona, although I hear it's pretty moist. It's so moist, it's very dank and damp and <laughs> other adjectives. Yes, it's super wet over here in Phoenix. Uh, we got lots of rain today. It's going to continue into tomorrow. In fact, some areas of Arizona, we're getting crazy snowstorms and hail. That's crazy that you say that because, of course, I said that it's sunny here. Oh, wait, before I move on, aren't weather stories boring? But I'm going to continue. Okay. <laughs> it's also, it also snowed a little bit here today because it's still been raining here. <laughs> but it Dang. snowed just like just a hair, just enough for me to go outside and stick my tongue out and, and try to get some flakes on my tongue. Uh, Got but, them snowflakes. But it did not taste good. <laughs> no, no. It might have been something else. I'm not even going to question it. <laughs> Mixes with that pollution, I think, probably. It might have been the homeless guy who lives on the roof of my house. That's true. It was pretty solid. Hey, Rob. <laughs> open wide. <laughs> Enjoy this tasty flavor of the week. Um, so, yeah, my name is Shaf. And uh, uh, behind me, just in case uh, our listeners are listening on super amazing speakers and can pick up on this, there might be the occasional licking sound. I just want to put it out there. I'm not licking myself. Yeah. That is my dog. My dog is, is laying behind me and uh, he oh. kind of has a fascination with his own junk. So there is, uh, and, and you know, who doesn't really, but uh, there's a chance that this might get picked up. So if you hear any like ambient sounds like that, and we'll try to do our best to remove them in post, but anything that kind of still falls through, just know we've got pets. Okay. We live lives. We're adults. That's true. And Hey, if you hear any sucking sounds from my end, just so you know, it's not me. It's my son, Link. <laughs> you better explain that one. <laughs> oh, he just discovered his hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he likes to suck on them. <laughs> it's nothing perverted unless my wife also comes in and then who knows. <laughs> Just kidding. That stopped as soon as I got married. That ship has sailed. Oh, good old marriage. I love you, babe. I don't know if she can hear me. 
<laughs> it's okay. She doesn't listen to this, so you're That's fine. true. She just likes to walk in <laughs> and go, what are you guys doing? And conveniently uh, has, you know, underwear. I mean, yeah, she always she's always <laughs> in her underwear. <laughs> she doesn't realize that Chop and I can see each other. Actually, she does realize. She just doesn't care. She's just yeah, like, she just, house. If you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wonder Rob, we got a huge week of, of all sorts of crazy geek news, right? You're right. A lot of good stuff happened. And for once, it's a week where all the news isn't completely Marvel-centric. Can you it's believe it? true. It's kind of crazy. And this episode in itself is actually very non-Marvel centric. Uh, so um, I, I think um, before we get into it, I just want to kind of put it out there. Like we're the geek podcast that comes across on a weekly basis. We celebrate your inner geek. Uh, and what we try to do is we always bring you some geek news. We always bring you a topic. This week, we're going to be talking about DC Universe, the new streaming service that's available for all the DC uh, fanboys out there and fangirls and fan people. And uh, uh, we'll also be kind of digging in a little bit to Teen Titans as well as Doom Patrol. So Doom Patrol. Uh, that's right. So uh, Doom Patrol just premiered. So we'll be talking about that. But first, I think it's time for some of that geek news. Geek news. Nude news. Nude news. All right. So Wonder Rob, if you don't mind, I want to kick things off first. I'll allow it. Okay, because we were talking about sucking, and uh, it, it kind of—I uh, was thinking of the perfect segue, and I, I think I found it. I think I found it. Okay. So, um, in, in the uh, uh, sort of the same vein of very veiny <laughs> sucking situation, wow. um, uh, there's some kind of uh, interesting stuff happening on Nintendo Switch coming out soon. So. Nintendo Switch, uh, and Nintendo for that matter, is known for some pretty PG and G titles. You're not going to find very many R-rated uh, situations going on there. That's but uh, there is the uh, occasional Japanese title that comes through, and it always sort of kind of puts a little question mark on top of your head because you're like, what the heck's going on? But um, an article came through uh, the other day on NG, I'm sorry, N4G, which dot uh, com. So I don't necessarily know what that site is, but we're going to continue along. Um, <laughs> this is going to be an exclusive uh, game, and it's called "Teach Me Japanese Chess, Pretty Please." Uh, I was really hoping you were going to attempt the Japanese. Oh no! You know what? <laughs> I will try it. Words. undari shogi. <laughs> that's racist <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's pretty much it but it's a nintendo switch exclusive so sorry uh, uh playstation and xbox and steam users you ain't gonna find this one but i'm sure steam has plenty of gross shit on there um but this uh particular game uh teach me japanese chess pretty please is actually going to have uh basically players giving hints and tips to adult video actresses as well as cosplayers. And as a reward for giving these chess tips, the players are gonna get photos and clips of them in bikinis, maid outfits, and more. So that? So basically porn is uh, coming, <laughs> uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch. How about them apples? Wow, so you're telling me a porn game is ejaculating to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I switched the words. That, it, and it still works. <laughs> so, uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. No, so I, I'm looking at the article. Um, <laughs> the, the point of the game is to give 
these adult actresses or cosplayers. The uh-huh. point of the game is to give them tips on how to play chess. Yeah, just the tip, just to you know, see how it feels <laughs> to play chess. I just lobbed that one over. <laughs> um, Spike that shit right back in your face. Are you, are you actually playing chess? Like, is it a chess game? Or like the, the person is playing chess and they're like, should she move her, her rook? Or should she move her pawn? And you, and you make a, a hint. You, or think, you give her a hint and then, you know, you get a reward. That's a really good question. The, you know, the, the article is not clear, but I will say it kind of looks, based on the gameplay uh, screenshots, it kind of looks like you're actually giving the tip to, like, a computer player or something like that, to, the, to basically to these cosplayers slash uh, porn actresses. Now, I will say this. For those getting, you know, your hopes up and, and getting hot and bothered in the car on the way to work while you're listening to this, there is no nudity, okay? There's actually no nudity. The game is rated Cero D, which means it's 17 years old and up. Now, it's a digital So M only- for mature, yeah, essentially. basically, yeah. Um, it's a digital-only game, so you're not going to find this one as like a cartridge in Best Buy or, or the Warehouse or Sam Goody or all other places that don't exist anymore. Um, uh, but they do have a, a really cool option. <laughs> this reminds me of your story about uh, Duke Nukem. But uh, <laughs> this this game has a special mode, and it's called Mom Showed Up Mode. <laughs> oh, uh, that's smart. It basically, it'll change the screen in case the the player's mom walks in. There's like a quick button you you press, and it goes to like a a non. Uh, non-revealing screen, so you don't see any uh, any uh, scantily clad ladies <laughs> with censored uh, <laughs> <with> bits. <laughs> That's funny. And dad walked in mode is the the child taking it and showing dad. Yeah, right. Yeah, dad mode is in three D. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that this game even exists to me. I mean, the point is. Okay, you're 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 competing against chess more or less to see pictures of girls in their underwear, bikinis. <clears throat> but what's funny about this to me is that this is coming from Japan. This is uh, the the place where you can buy stinky used girls' panties from pervert vending machines on the <laughs> streets. <laughs> which uh, which streets were those? I'm just asking for a friend. Oh, Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> next time you're in japan go to main street i hope there's no skid marks down that main street oh man but i mean i mean i tokyo i'm just going with tokyo here i mean this is this is a very porn uh forward thinking sort of place and so to me it's just funny that they even make this <laughs> for those people because <laughs> they do a lot of stuff i've seen the internet oh yeah oh yeah uh, well, over jimmy's shoulder right <laughs> Right, and I, I was watching it over Link's shoulder. <laughs> That's right. Link doesn't know shit. He just taps, taps, and before you know it, Japanese. Yeah, we just used his username. Uh, <laughs> but there's a bunch of DLC apparently, and there's going to be like 1,300 photos and over 30 clips. So like, great. See clips and stuff, and then the other kind of crazy part. So the trailer for this game, uh, for as far as like the promotional piece, it doesn't actually introduce this lady who is the adult video actress. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't refer to her as such. Instead, calling her your two point five dimensional sister. So that kind of like uh, adds another layer of creep to it because I mean, uh, your sister, huh? Yeah, yeah. Stepsister. 
I mean, suddenly the boner reduces. <laughs> yeah, unless you're into that. I mean, hey. Yeah, Game I mean, if, if, you're, if you're downloading this title on Nintendo Switch's eShop, then uh, part of me wonders if the government is being notified as well. <laughs> and what's really funny to me, that, that also reminds me, is that this is an M-rated game, or at least the equivalent in Japan. But don't you have to have your parents' permission to download anything anyways? You would assume, like credit cards and things <laughs> like that. <laughs> they're like so why is there a mom mode it's just like cooking mama okay gosh it's just me teaching these ladies how to play a uh, chess meme uh, <laughs> and they're in their undies it's not a big deal don't come in knock <laughs> before you come in mom Jeez, playing chess <laughs> at least let me clean up first wow <laughs> It's going to be a lot of broken consoles. I'll say that. Oh, man, my controller stick is sticky. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's move on. (laughs) I'll stick with the the world of Nintendo. How's that? That sounds good. The porn area uh, and girls' bodies. So speaking of bodies, this is my segue. Let's talk about the, the person whose body is always perpetually ready. Reggie Bizeme fills Amy if you want to say it wrong, the president of Nintendo of America, the creator, again, of the My Body is Ready meme and all sorts of dumb antics that we've seen through the last 15 years, today, just today, announced his retirement from Nintendo of America. Now, there's not really much more to this story to to move forward on this, but the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because of the man who's taking his place. The young man who is taking the place of Reggie Visami, he um, currently is the senior vice president of sales and marketing within Nintendo of America, but he will take over as president on April 15th. His name is Doug Bowser. <laughs> Doug Bowser. Wow, that seems meant to be. Yes, 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 yes. Um, He's shown up, you know, on E3 or at E3 a handful of times back when uh, Nintendo did their live events, uh, their live press conferences. Uh, Every once in a while, you'll just catch a little glimpse of him within the Nintendo Directs, but not very much because always the focus has been on the Reginator. But now we'll have good old Doug Bowser, and I'm sure the memes are going to be flowing. Plenty. Uh, but yeah, that's really all I have to say about that story. Again, it's a small story. I just wanted to throw it in there because the guy's name is Bowser. <laughs> he'll change his title. He'll end up be like King Bowser or something like that. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, he's gonna walk out with a little crown on his head, and and when he like changes his avatar at work, it'll you know it'll obviously be Bowser. You know, if he hasn't even, done so. It'll even be that sound effect. He walks in the room that. King Koopa from uh, Super Mario 64. You remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and the music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got it, buddy. (laughs) You got it. Why don't we start a band? We really should. We really should. Well, yeah, we're destined to become the next Tenacious D, the next... Rhett and Link, we are going to take over. 
I agree. I your mustache agree. alone is beautiful and should That's be true. Should on be the, seen. This so. is an audio only podcast, so the, the listeners at home don't know that I'm taking the mustache for a test run. Well, we can get. Right I got a picture. I got a picture. You you smile for me. You smile. For oh me. man, we're gonna put it on on the old thing. Okay. Oh sure. Here we go. All right. Hopefully all that dead air wasn't super uninteresting. No, no, it wasn't. It looks so good. Okay, you guys will check that out on Instagram and you'll know that. Yeah, let me know what you think of the mustache. Do I look like a porn star or do I look like a porn star? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, uh, I'm not sure if I can create a good segue for that, but I will say (laughs) this. Um, A lot of porn stars uh, uh, get screwed and okay. another tool uh, featured in that would be a hammer. And uh, only, I have some news about a person with the last name of Hammer. So here we go. Oh, okay. MC my, Hammer. Yeah, that was my couple, right. couple degrees of separation to get that going. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, MC Hammer uh, is next to play Batman. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> We're finally breaking the color barrier and the parachute pants well, barrier. Well, you know, he originally he said he was too legit to quit, uh, but... Uh, it turns out uh, he, yeah. So actually, well, uh, his cousin. Keep it going. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm going to keep it going because MC Hammer, he does what he wants to do. He says what he wants to say. He lives how he wants to live. He plays how he wants to play. <laughs> uh, dance how he wants to dance. Okay, I don't remember how the rest of the song goes, but you get it. You get Adam's it. family. You get it. Well, anyways, his cousin, Army Hammer, mm-hmm. uh, not Arm and Hammer, but Army Hammer uh, is uh, has been pegged by many of news outlets over the past week that he's the one who's in the final talks to replace Batfleck as the new Batman in the Matt Reeves uh, sort of Batman. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a prequel or whatever, but it's kind of like a reboot, if you will, of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, up actually recently, as of what would you say today's news? Rob, as far as uh, Army Hammer's uh, recent, yeah, actually, it's yeah. Uh, as recent as uh, uh, yesterday. started, yeah, yesterday. So uh, Army Hammer has kind of come forward, and he has said that he denies that he has been cast as Batman, and he hasn't even been asked about the role. So you know how it goes. The rumor mill happens, and everybody puts their choices on who they think should play him. Now, Army Hammer, has, it's not the first time that he's been mentioned in the same sentence as Batman, but... Uh, I am personally glad that he has not been asked because I hope to hold. Okay, I've got a dog throwing up. Okay, um, anyways, <laughs> my, my dog, my dog's sentiments exactly. Army Hammer as Batman sounds like the worst, the worst piece of shit. Uh, wow. So I'm glad that it's not happening. Um, I hope it doesn't. I hope the rumor is completely false and it's not just Army trying to uh, make sense of it all. Um, I will say that he was supposed to ca- uh, be playing Batman back in uh, 2007 mm-hmm. when uh, George Miller was casting for his Justice League movie. But that movie kind of didn't really get off the ground, if you will. So, uh, so th- but that's, uh, that's that. Now, if you liked him in Lone Ranger, if you liked him in from The Man from UNCLE, or as I like to say, The Man from UNCLE, just because it's longer... <laughs> more, more stupid uh then uh maybe you'd like to see him but at this point right now the batman which is supposed to be in theaters in june of 2021 currently is batman less 
Well, I'm sure we'll find a, a Batman soon. I had no no idea you were so against the Army Hammer. When I saw the story in our uh, our lineup for today, I thought you were going to be all about it. Like, no, I was like, oh, here it comes. He's gonna he's gonna praise him. No, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in him. I, honestly, I would like to see Matt Bomer as Batman. I think he'd be a good Batman because he would be a great Bruce Wayne. And he's got a good build to him. I think he'd be good. And he's younger too because one thing that Matt Reeves has mentioned in previous interviews is that the person that they want to play Batman has got to be in a very specific sweet spot age and can't be too old, can't be too young, but somewhere in between. So it sounds like they're really trying to pick somebody bankable that they could carry on through a much longer uh, time frame other more than what two movies like Batfleck so um by the way for the record and I think our, our fans know this I I like Batfleck I, I like Bat I like him as Batman I'm gonna miss him as Batman um I thought he was great as Bruce Wayne too so I, what do you want to do but I will say that I'm glad it's not gonna be Army Hammer yeah it's Batfleck just leaving altogether really bums me out in the sense that DC was trying to build their their extended universe. <laughs> and so when Wonder Woman 2 comes out, I'm gonna be like, this just doesn't count anymore. Nobody nobody even exists in this extended universe anymore. Because who's dropped? Batfleck isn't in it. Uh Henry Cavill uh supposedly is out. Right. There's no answer on there. Um I'm blanking on uh the the flash. Um, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, uh, yeah. I mean, he's kind of in limbo. He's keeps, I mean, they're still like sort of on the fence as to whether or not the Flash movie is going to take off or not. Like, I don't even know. I hope it does. But at the same time, if it's taken this long for them to figure out what they want to do, maybe it's better if it doesn't ever happen. So Yeah. And then you got your, your boy Cyborg. I mean, you're never going to see him again. <laughs> they're not making a Cyborg. <laughs> no. Like, it, it was on the docket. It's not happening. So really, all you have left is Wonder Woman and Aquaman. So That's right. That, that's your extended universe right now, unless they want to start getting into multiverses, which they may or may not. You know, it's <laughs> a good point. Um, but what do you think about this rumor? There was also a rumor floating around this week, also that uh, Robert Pattinson's name was in the ring for the next oh, Batman. God, kill me now. Say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. You know what? I thought that Army Hammer would be the worst choice, but no, Robert Pattinson is gotta be the worst choice for Batman. Uh. <laughs> Every time I somebody mentions Robert Pattinson, I always think, "Hi, my name is Twilight, and I am a Dracula." <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible in that, and he and maybe he's good in some of those indie movies, but this is not this is not the area that he should be exploring. Uh, yeah, it's honestly, it's all fan casting, really. I, I doubt that he ha- there's any credence to him being involved. Uh, this just for the sake of headlines or whatever else, getting getting fans riled up. And they did a good job because if Pattinson gets it, I revolt. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I We are team John Hamm for Batman at Geek, so to speak. And we are <laughs> holding on to that wish until uh, it doesn't happen. The guy's like 80 years old, so I doubt they'll cast him. That's right. He does look good. He does look good. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. <laughs> Speaking of looking good, let me tell you a little something about your boy, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to, I want to, how do I put this? You know what? I'm just going to come out with it. Hulkamania is going to come running wild on you, brother. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to lead into my Hulk Hogan impression because part of the reason I want to tell, tell this story 
it's because I like doing the Hulk Hogan impression. Oh yeah. What are you gonna do, brother? <laughs> I love it. You brother. Chris Hemsworth has been tapped on the shoulder to play Hulk Hogan in a biopic directed by Todd Phillips. All right, Hulkamaniacs, I hope you're excited. So before I dig a little deeper into this story, let's just talk about the casting. How do you feel about Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan? Go. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. <laughs> it's freaking brilliant. It's like, I, I can't, when they, I mean, I wouldn't even have thought who to cast him, but once they said it was Chris Hemsworth, I was like, well, duh. Duh, it's gotta be him. Who else could it be? That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is great. Because I, I didn't know a Hulk Hogan movie was in development. I didn't know that Chris Hemsworth was being talked to or anything like that. But I just saw the headline and I immediately clicked and I was like, yes, this is great. Of doesn't, course. I was going to say, it doesn't feel like fantasy casting. Like, it, it doesn't feel real. Like, it, in our heads, in our, like, ideal movies, if we were going to have a, a, a movie about the Hulk, not that Hulk, but Hulk Hogan, uh, <laughs> then, I mean, yeah, it would, uh, it would be the perfect person to play him. And uh, they went ahead and just did it. They just did it right. And I'm, I'm really interested in it because I liked wrestling growing up. I, I wouldn't call myself like a diehard wrestling fan in the sense that like it's a, a fandom that stuck with me, you know, throughout my adult years, like Marvel, Ninja Turtles, Star Trek or anything else. But there's always been a sweet spot in my heart for Hulk Hogan because when I was growing up, when I was a youngster, he was the face of WWF. I mean, you couldn't get away from Hulk Hogan. I had all my Hulk Hogan action figures. I had Suburban Commando on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. I like that one. That was good. My favorite part is Suburban Commando. Well, actually, I, I think I saw the trailer for Suburban Commando more than I actually saw the movie Suburban Commando because the trailer was in front of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on VHS. And so every time I'd watch Ninja Turtles, I'd go through the trailers. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. And it would always be a sh my favorite thing that sticks out for, for Suburban Commando is Hulk Hogan getting into the face of some bikers. And <laughs> he's like, What are you going to do? Let me guess. You're going to pound my face. And the biker <laughs> says, What are you, nuts? It's the 90s. <laughs> We're going to sue you. <laughs> That's the joke that always sticks with me. Dude, I I, you know what? I haven't heard that in, God, I don't even know how many years. But you remember that I, joke? <laughs> yeah, I do. You just brought me back big time. Because the amount of times I watched uh, the original Turtles movie, mm -hmm. holy crap. So definitely, I've seen that preview enough times for that to be like the joke that I take away. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And he was also in um, Mr. Nanny. Yes, that's right. That one was a good one. Um, I watched that one a lot too. Even back in my Hollywood video days, that was a movie I would always put on just because everybody hated it. <laughs> so I would always put that movie on. Um, but the movie, the movie itself, okay, so it's it's going to focus on Hulk Hogan uh, beginning his career in the 70s uh, through various fighting circuits and then moving on to the WWF where he became obviously one of its biggest names in serving as like the marquee wrestler. For WWF. Um, it's not going to focus on his uh, current scandals <laughs> or anything, his sex <laughs> tapes or anything like that. This is going to be a Hulkamania origin story. We're just going to push all the other stuff aside. And the interesting part um, to me, outside of everything that I've already mentioned, is that Todd Phillips, uh, who's directing The Joker right now, is also taking on this project. So the, the the Joker seems pretty interesting, and I think if he's going to take that sort of flair to the Hulk Hogan biopic movie, 
I think it'll be good. And I'm really interested in seeing who they're going to cast as all these other wrestlers who are popular at the time for Hulk Hogan, like, uh, for example, uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah, Macho Man. <laughs> Macho Man. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing this. This is going to be... Heck yeah. Oh, my not God. Not just because that dream boat, Chris Hemsworth, is in it. <laughs> well, what if they can't... Ricky the... Isn't... Oh, that's Steamboat. Ricky the Ricky the Steamboat, right? Anyways, um, uh, did you watch Thunder in Paradise? That was back in ninety. Oh yeah, Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. I definitely watched that, and I certainly watched Hogan Knows Best uh, on. Uh, I think it was on MTV or. That's BHP. true. I forgot about Hogan Knows Best. <laughs> oh man. Now I tried watching Brooke Knows Best when she decided to go and move off to like I think Miami and do her own thing, but that was when I thought she was like mildly hot, but then at the same time she was like a monster in terms of like towering over everybody so there was a limit to how hot I, I found her to be and then the show didn't really last so it was uh adios and then of course things went downhill for uh for good old uh mr hogan uh sex tapes and all sorts of crazy other stuff going down so uh we they won't talk about that side of him but i'm looking <laughs> forward to his his good old days did when you, hulkamania was running wild <laughs> did you ever see the hulk hogan sex tape no no. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, one, one Halloween, I dressed up as Hulk Hogan. I should put the picture on, uh, on our Instagram. Yes. I want to see what Hulkamania looks like when it's running wild through you, brother. <laughs> I think I had a, a, a red uh, bandana that said, Hulk knows best or something like that. Yes. And I had like you... a big feather boa because he comes out in, like the feather boa. And I, oh, uh, man. You know, in fact, uh, Wonder Rob, remember when you saw me perform in Brockway? Yep, and that feather boa around your so neck, that was your that signature. feather boa, yeah, but I was inspired by Hulk Hogan. So the only reason why I always would come out with a boa is because that was a Hogan thing and I was really inspired by him for that. So I have to uh, thank the Hulkster for making that possible. That's true. And you would always, I figured it wasn't so much the feather boa, but you ripping your tank top off your chest <laughs> each show. I'm like, why does every new number, he has a new tank top and he rips it off. <laughs> and then there was that That's weird, insane. like calling out to the crowd and listening and then doing like the, the flex. Oh man. I That's did. true. And you all, you were always hitting everybody in the band with steel chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there was a lot of things that inspired me. <laughs> I guess it's why. That's why they don't allow you back on stage. Yeah, I haven't performed in a, in a long time. There was something about a, I don't know, a medical... You audition, yeah. yeah, you audition, and they're like, isn't that the guy with the feather boas in the steel chair? <laughs> uh, well, don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, speaking of uh, careers that are over, uh, uh, let's talk about Netflix and Marvel, because... Um, some very sad news happened in the Marvel universe. Uh, and that is that our, our beloved shows, the Punisher and Jessica Jones, the final two shows to seemingly avoid cancellation finally met their, their demise at the chopping block of, yep. of Netflix. Um, all the stars of the, the shows went on to Twitter and various social media sort of expressing their thanks. They were showing pictures, uh, behind the scenes photos of, of the cast together and just having a good time and really just thanking the fans. And honestly, they had the best, um, I think the best social media presence of all, uh, of all the other shows. Cause like when Luke Cage got canceled and when Iron Fist got canceled, some of those actors on those shows got kind of, I don't know, nasty on social media. They were, weren't exactly the kindest and they certainly had made their, uh, their disappointment known, which I totally understand. But um, 
it being a Netflix decision, uh, it's kind of not up to them. So it is what it is. Um, I, I will say that the Punisher season two, we re- recently reviewed it. It was awesome. Uh, honestly, uh, uh, Jessica Jones, I may not have <laughs> liked season two and uh, wonder Rob may have liked, I liked it. <laughs> but um, we are both looking forward to season three, which it's kind of very anticlimactic in my opinion that uh, they canceled the show before the season even comes out. Yeah, they didn't even bother just like that. Will it? Will it stay? Who knows? They just were like, "Yeah, they're leave. They're it's gone." Sorry. But I mean, we're still getting season three, which is that's kind of the weirdest part of all. I mean, I'm glad we're still getting it, but uh, the, it's kind of I don't know. It's 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 bittersweet because we'll be watching it and we know that it, there's really yeah. That's it. So hopefully, whatever, however they end season three, hopefully it's not on some kind of weird cliffhanger thinking they were going to come back for more or something like that. Well, and you know, they, they may come back. I mean, the, the president of Marvel TV has been dropping hints. That's this true. This week also that the, the last of these characters has not been seen on Netflix. Now, of course, there's not any indication that they're going to you know renew the series and just keep going or if these characters are going to be recast or if they're going to do a quote proper introduction to the mcu or something along those lines but they're just hinting that don't worry you'll you'll see these characters again but we just don't know how yes you're absolutely right and um a lot of there was a lot of speculation going back and forth saying well was it marvel who canceled all of this was it netflix and uh, there was a recent article that came out that sort of uh, cleared up the 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 dirt on that, saying that basically it was in fact Netflix um, that they didn't have any ownership stake in any of the Marvel TV series, and that all six of the Marvel shows were owned by Disney, and so Netflix was paying um, uh, ABC Studios a steep uh, licensing fee for each season of its respective show. So in that sense, to get rid of that basically the the cash cow that they couldn't really take ownership of. They want to do their own thing. And it's not like Netflix is going to hurt from it. They've got plenty of original content. Um, and I do hope, just like you said, that uh, they find a new home on Disney Plus eventually. Um, I, mean, I know that there's like a statute of time that they have to wait before these characters mm-hmm. can appear again. So it might be a little while, but they certainly have plenty of other things on the way in Disney Plus from like Scarlet Witch and Falcon and um, Winter Soldier and... Uh, uh, Loki, and as far, as far as like other shows that we can look forward to, so plenty of oh, time, yeah. uh, plenty of time to, for them to make that happen. And I do hope we get to see uh, the defenders back in some capacity. Maybe not all of them. Iron Fist, you need to be replaced, um, <laughs> or just don't bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, <true>. who cares? <laughs> don't even bring him back. <laughs> That's fine. Did you see um, this happen today? Actually, uh, Marshall Mathers, Eminem. Uh, tweeted at Netflix today, angry yes. about it. Um, I'm pulling it up here. Let me just get it. Now, keep in mind, this is all, he he typed this in all caps. So you'll have to m- imagine like angry Eminem like that. Well, angry. while you're pulling it up, this is funny. Um, it's kind of I- ironic because uh, when I wrote the, the recap rap for Iron Fist, uh-huh. I, I used the baseline of Lose Yourself, which is in fact an Eminem song. So I feel like we've come full circle. Full circle. Uh, Marshall Mathers tweeted today, Dear Netflix, regarding your cancellation of The Punisher, you are blowing it. <laughs> sincerely, Marshall. I like that he, <laughs> that he, sincerely, Marshall. Meanwhile, the, it's in all caps. 
Marshall <laughs> Mathers is not happy about this, but of course, he was featured uh, heavily in some Punisher comics, uh, Eminem and Punisher team ups. So I'm sure he has a little more. There's a little more investment. <laughs> Let's have, well, didn't he have a song in, in Venom, uh, that dumpster fire? Venom! So. Venom! <laughs> Venom! I've never actually heard it. I've just heard people talk about the song, and I know he says the words, Venom! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, what a shame. We'll, we'll miss you, uh, Punisher and Jessica Jones. We will miss you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, last story of the day. Um, a new trailer for Jordan Peele's surreal twilight zone reboot just dropped and i'm pretty excited about this now i don't know about you shroff i don't think we've talked about this on the show but twilight zone was a show that used to freak me out a lot (laughs) um it was always when i was a kid every summer my mom would take me to arizona um because we lived in northern california at the time to visit my family and i would stay uh, with my grandma for two weeks. So my mom would stay there one week and then she'd go home and leave me with my grandma. Um, and when I was a kid, I was always like, why did, why is my mom leaving me with my grandma? But now as an adult, I'm like, Oh, I know why she fucking left me. Uh, cause I have a kid now. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I know why she left me. <laughs> she wanted some fucking free time. Uh, I love you, mom. <laughs> she listens to the show. I love you. Um, but anyway, so I'd be, I would stay with my grandma and they didn't have like extended cable or anything back then. So it was really like whatever was on TV. So it was a lot of Mr. Ed, I Love Lucy, um, all these old black and white TV shows. But the Twilight Zone was always sprinkled in and I would watch it every time, even though I knew it was scary. And I would get so freaked out when the na 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 started happening. Like I would start getting chills. I'm like, it's gonna freaking happen. <laughs> oh man. Um, so it was a show that I really enjoyed watching when I was a kid. And now that uh, Jordan Peele seems to be on this tear of uh, surreal horror, I guess that's his new thing now. <laughs> but he's, he's really biting into it. We're getting uh, a nice reboot on CBS All Access, so their their streaming service. So I don't think – I guess it's not going to be on TV. It's just going to be on their streaming service. Um, that's good, though, because, I mean, that's where Star Trek Discovery is. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're bringing better, you know, consistent – like, that's good programming. That's going to make people want to set up a, a, a subscription for CBS All Access. Yeah, and it gives them a little more more freedom to get away with certain things. Uh, the same freedom that Doom Patrol uh, has oh, with man. certain things, which I'll, we'll talk about later, but it, it'll give them a little more freedom, I think, because at first I saw it was, it was on CBS, and, I mean, you've got your, your Twilight Zone-like shows like uh, Black Mirror, for example, the most popular one, which is pretty dark and out there because it's on Netflix, so they can get away with it. And then I, when I saw this coming to CBS, I was like, oh, it'll be cool. It won't be as dark as Black Mirror, but it'll still be cool. But then, of course, later I found out that it's on CBS All Access. So they're not going to be held to, to network television rules. Um, did you get a chance to look at the trailer? So I didn't see this trailer because I didn't even know that it had debuted yet today. But I did watch the TV spot that aired during the Super Bowl, and that got me sufficiently uh, excited. I will say it because I, I too was a very big Twilight Zone fan. In fact, I always look forward to New Year's Eve. I don't know if you as well, but on New Year's Eve, there's, I don't know what it is about New Year's Eve and Twilight Zone, but they have some, 
some weird synergy uh, where they always do marathons. They always do Twilight Zone marathons. So you can always look forward to uh, catching all your favorite uh, favorite episodes. One of my favorites, of course, is Eye of the Beholder. That's that one where the lady is in the hospital and she's got the gauze all over her face. And all the doctors are like, oh, we have to fix her ugly face. Uh, we're trying everything. And then they pull off the bandages and she's got a perfectly beautiful face. And they're like, oh, she's hideous. Yeah. Then they finally show their face and they're all like weird pig people. Like, uh, <laughs> that's my favorite one. Well, I love this show. It's just so out there. Um, <clears throat> the trailer that came out today didn't really give you any like sense of narratives. Like, cause obviously, you know, it's, uh, it's um, a serialized show. So, you know, there's not any continuity between episodes, but there were little hints and drops from the old series. Like, um, for example, the the little fortune telling box with the little devil horns and the little on a springing neck. Uh, that's an oddly specific <laughs> Twilight Zone <laughs> reference, but it was shown briefly in there. But what really got me interested is that they were showing clips from all these upcoming episodes, and they had all these big names in there. Um, Tracy Morgan was in there. Um, uh, Adam Scott, Camille Nanjiani, John Cho. Um, of course, Jordan Peele was there. Greg Kinnear was in there too. Dang. So like, yeah. It's like, I'm, uh, I'm getting real excited for this. Like they're, they're pulling some, uh, some talent to get into this, this new show. And with Jordan Peele by, behind, you know, the wheel of this show, I mean, obviously Keaton Peele's a great show. Get Out was a, a runaway hit. So I'm sure tons of people are ready and willing to work with them. So absolutely. I think, I think it's going to be real good. And I'm looking forward to some late nights in the dark. After I hope the we get some kid. I've gone to sleep <laughs> after, yeah. after all the other things I do. I hope we get some Keegan Michael Key in there too. Oh, I'm sure you will. He's, he's got to make an appearance. I mean, Why there's wouldn't no he? way. Yeah. Yeah. The two of them together. I mean, even if, I mean, of course it's not going to be like a comedy or anything like that, but the two of them together are brilliant. So. Of course, of course. I, I, I would be very surprised if he doesn't show up. <laughs> All right. Well, that is what we had to look forward to. I'll have to check out that trailer. That looks awesome. It's a very uh, nice. A very nice. Well, we're going to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk all things DC Universe. We're going to spend a, a good chunk of time talking about Teen Titans as well as Doom Patrol. So uh, if you're curious on where to find us on social media, then you better listen up because here it is. Hey gang, it's Wonder Rob again. And Shaf's here too. We just wanted to take a quick break to let you know where you can find us on social media. That's right. Catch us on Twitter at Geek So To Speak PC, where I'll be tweeting and retweeting all of the latest geek news. Also, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Geek So To Speak Podcast, where yours truly will be serving up those deliciously geeky posts, not to mention memes, trailers, articles, videos, and much, much more. While, of course, Shock celebrates his inner geek on Instagram with all kinds of geekgasm, oh, inducing pics and memes. <laughs> if you're enjoying what you're hearing, let us know. Find us and follow us, rate us and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. We got new episodes every week, so don't forget to tune in. Same geek time, same geek channel. All right. So thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, we are about to get into all things DC Universe. We are embarking on a journey through the universe that is DC. 
if you are unaware, uh, DC recently, or rather within the last, I would say, six or seven months, created a streaming service uh, to rival all the other streaming services out there and basically get you for more subscriptions on your uh, <laughs> your <laughs> recurring debits on your debit card. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and now uh, we decided to uh, take a break from Marvel for a change and uh, and give DC a, a chance to prove themselves. So uh, we wanted to look at Teen Titans, which recently had their season finale. Uh, so we actually took some time and we watched the season uh, premiere as well as the season finale of Teen Titans. Um, and spoiler alert, I actually watched the entire season. I binged it. Uh, and then uh, we also watched uh, the first episode, the season premiere uh, of Doom Patrol because that's all that's available so far. So it just came out. <laughs> uh, now, for anybody who is has not yet seen these shows and intends to watch these shows, of course, uh, spoiler warning for everyone uh, that's listening. Um, if you like to walk on the wild side, though, as Wonder Rob says, then go for it! <laughs> well, there's only them. been one episode of Doom Patrol, so we won't be spoiling much. That's true. But potentially honestly, we'll spoil Titans. And really, the first episode of Doom Patrol is, as you'll find, is uh, mostly an origin story uh, getting into the characters, introducing people. There's not a whole lot that it really delves into. It doesn't get deep yet. One of our favorite things to do is review movies, TV, and games. All right. So then let's uh, let's start. Just generally, Wonder Rob, uh, you had your chance to kind of sort of uh, weave your way through DC Universe's uh, streaming service and everything that's on it. What mm -hmm. do you think about it? Um, I don't dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it that way. I mean, there, there's a lot of content. I'll tell you that. And they're coming out with all these original shows, um, which at first I thought was pretty cheesy in, in the sense of like when I saw the trailer for Titans, uh, when, whenever that came out, you know, a while ago, I was like, wow, this looks really dumb. Um, just the production value and everything like that. But when, when I watched the first episode and the last episode of Titans, also real quick, I only watched the first episode and the last episode of Titans. Shop, like you said, watched all of it. But I only stuck with the, the first and the last because I just felt like it'd be fun to see if I could piece together what the show's actually about. And let me <laughs> tell you, the first episode and the last episode of Titans couldn't be any more different from each other. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the shit is happening? Uh, <laughs> but like I was, my original point was the cheesiness factor that I saw just a, a taste of within the trailer actually works, I think, within context for the show. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll admit I was wrong on that. It's, it, the cheesiness works, or I guess that's the best way to put it. And same with Doom Patrol. Um, the, the production was actually, production value is really good on both, so. Yeah, that was one thing I was really impressed with. You can tell that they're definitely putting money in these, in these shows. Yeah. Uh, the special effects, uh, the sets, all of that really impressive. The costumes, these are not just like rinky-dink shit. Like it's not spandex or whatever. They're, they're really taking their time and, and uh, creating a, a universe for them to, to live in. So I dug that. I think DC Universe is a really interesting streaming service. I kind of like, it's, it's in its very like early baby stages. So I feel like there's a lot more that they could theoretically add to it. But I mean, you've got all sorts of movies and TV shows that are currently on there. Um, obviously, in addition to Doom Patrol and Teen Titans, which are original content strictly for this um, as well. They've also put some movies on there like Reign of the Supermen. Uh, that came out on Blu-ray just the other day. And it on the same day that it came out on Blu-ray, it was available on DC Universe. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, a lot of the other old DC movies like uh, Superman, the movie, uh, the original Batman with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton, Batman Returns, uh, Superman versus the Elite, uh, and a bunch of other uh, animated content. Um, some really like well-known stuff, uh, Batman Ninja, Batman Gotham by Gaslight, and all the rest of the Batman movies. Uh, one of my personal favorites, Batman Mask of the Phantasm is on there, which is awesome. So uh, plenty a classic. To, yeah, classic. Plenty to explore. And then in addition to that, which I found really cool, is they have a comic book section. Oh, so I you, didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually pull up the comic book section and within it, you can explore. I mean, right now they're featuring a lot of Doom Patrol so you can kind of get to know uh, the comic book arcs that they might be dipping from for the show. Or, but they have like special like features like get to know Cyborg or get to know um, uh, the Teen Titans or things like that. So uh, they show that. And then they also have um, just full runs of comic books. So it's really, really cool. Um, I, I really didn't get a chance to explore it too deeply, but I, I, it definitely makes me want to keep the subscription a little bit longer just to kind of dig through the comic books and see what I find. So now... For the subscription for DC service, uh, full disclosure, we did the free trial. <laughs> um, isn't it a, a one one flat rate for a year, like $90 for a year or something like that? Or does it go month to month? Uh, that is a really, really good I didn't question. look. Let me double check. I'm taking a look at the uh, subscription situation. Yeah. Let, let us know the price. You are right. It is an annual service. Um, the situation is, looks like $74 for the oh, okay. year. A little cheaper than I thought. Let's see. I think that's a, a really interesting model because I figure. Yeah. So about like, six bucks. If I waited, like, let's just say people are talking about Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol's getting all this hype and I just wait till it's finished. And I say, I'm just going to buy a month. I'm going to watch Doom Patrol and I'm going to unsubscribe. Like that's not a thing. No, <laughs> they're, doing. Uh, they're just like, hey, you're buying a year, buddy. So <laughs> enjoy it. But on the on the other side of things, they're they're keeping consistent new content. I mean, these shows are going from week to week rather than being like binge worthy type shows. And their their slate has a lot more coming out, a lot more original shows. So I mean, if the shows can hold up, it might be you know worth that seventy five dollar investment. That's right. In, all the movies in, and the comics. Uh, in 2019, they're supposed to get an original animated Harley Quinn uh, mm -hmm. uh, show as well as a live action Swamp Thing show. So we'll probably get in some, uh, some of the darker side of DC, which may even be like another place for Constantine to make an appearance or other characters that sort of fit into that, um, that sort of that, that corner of the DC universe. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's all that's on the DC Universe stuff. I, I kind of dug it. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, but we definitely reviewed the first and last episode of Teen Titans. So let's talk about Teen Titans, first of all. Okay. So after I watched the entire show, I thought to myself, Wonder Rob is not going to know what the hell to think about this show. Because the first episode and the last episode... They're totally different. <laughs> they're like... totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, so I'll th let me talk about the first episode. Um, so the, the first episode, um, you're following Dick Grayson. Um, he has left Gotham City to Detroit, which is my first little weird thing. Uh, is this, so Detroit exists in here, but also Gotham City. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just and and I, I was making notes. I this time I moved up. I r- typed out my notes instead so did of I. writing them down. So did I. We're so smart. <laughs> um, they also said. Actually, this is skipping to the last episode, but it's it's a line that was said in the last episode um, where a character says it's cold in Chicago. Um, and then in my mind, I was like, isn't Gotham Chicago? <laughs> or isn't, isn't it supposed to be a Chicago-like city? And so <laughs> I just, I think it's interesting that they have these fake cities, but also real cities. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> just a little thing I, that popped into my mind. Of course, it doesn't have anything to do with how good the show is or isn't it's just a little thing i was like huh okay interesting um so um dick grayson has moved from gotham to detroit he has quit being robin he had a fallout with batman as they don't let you forget they say it several times it's true they do remind you constantly um so he he decides to move to robin or move to detroit excuse me but i wrote Robin moves to Detroit and Robin's around the city. I mean, he just <laughs> fucking tears ass uh, everywhere. And then um, you've also got this girl who um, seems to have the powers from the girl from the ring. <laughs> she turns into the girl from the ring. She gets all angry. Goes, yeah, I'm going to see. Look how angry I am in the mirror. Now, do you know anything about this character? No. Prior no. to going into it? You didn't? I know, okay. I know nothing so if, it, if I had not watched Teen Titans go to the movies, I would have also been in your same shoes. I would not have known anything about this character. So I, I, I knew the, the lineup of who to expect. I, I know, like, I was familiar enough with the character in the sense that, like, I've seen, like, the character in the comics and, like, the, the Teen Titans go version, um, you know, with the hood that sort of, like, has that, like, crow's nest widow's peak sort of thing raven um, yeah raven yeah, yeah. Um, but i don't i don't know the extent of this person's powers or anything like that again because it says in the theme song i like marvel shaf likes dc um, <laughs> but she has the powers this is just my my total ignorant uh, assessment she has the powers from the girl from the ring <laughs> that's that's what she has um she her mom gets killed so she runs off to detroit where coincidentally also everybody wants to kill her so she really made a mistake. Um, she there's then there's the purple haired girl who I don't know who that is. Uh, she got into a car accident and got amnesia, but it turns out she's a mob boss's girlfriend, and she has fire powers. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, the very end, there's a kid who can turn into a tiger, and what does he do with his tiger powers? Steals a video game. <laughs> Um, I've been listen- I've been looking forward to your synopsis of the <laughs> so much. I don't. I wrote. I wrote a note about this episode, but I'm blanking on the situation. But the note itself is. Oh no. Okay, you'll have to rem- help me remember the context of this note. There's a hostage in this. This note. Oh, it's isn't it when the 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 redheaded girl or excuse me the purple headed girl goes back to her old house. She doesn't know what's going on. She opens the closet and there's a guy tied up. Yes. And he's the hostage says, "Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" And as soon as she lets him go, that fucker tries to kill her. <laughs> and, and then she tears ass into him, and he's like, "Don't, don't kill me! Don't kill me!" <laughs> that was just really funny to me that he was so, "Don't kill me!" And then he tried to kill her, and then went back to, "Don't kill me." Um, 
Okay, so that that was my initial thought. So just what I wrote. Um, okay, so so let's say this. So if you had to rate the first episode of Titans, what would you say? Like out of um, out of five geeks. Well, I'll tell you what. It was out of five geeks. I give it like a three and a half or a okay. four, maybe. Okay. Um, because it kept me interested enough to not turn it off and to to not vox you and say, hey, I didn't finish watching Titans. <laughs> 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 I gave it a chance and I'm not finishing it. That's it hilarious. Plus, I have an investment, enough of an investment in Robin or Dick Grayson to be interested in what's going on with him. So like okay. the recognition was there and the idea of him having that fallout with Batman and the super edge, edgy line at the very end, fuck Batman. <laughs> okay so i want to talk a little i want to talk about that fight scene all right so um because <laughs> I, I have some notes myself um it seems like robin has a signature move in this first uh, episode he does this multiple times where he scrapes the guy's head across brick yeah man it's just not nice and he it's, i call it the ear scrape move it was uh-huh. like he did this like multiple times and i thought to myself man that is like super vicious i actually like my face i know cringed like at the thought of like just wondering what his like cauliflower ear was gonna look like by the time <laughs> it took him off the wall yeah you're right he did do that and he also did a lot of his staff work he'd be like okay you two guys stand right here i'm gonna <laughs> open my staff boom gotcha fuckers <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the the structure of that scene, there's only one thing that bugged me because I actually thought the fight sequence was really good, mm-hmm. uh, and the choreography was pretty solid too. Like the use of weapons, um, the 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 intensity of it, it was definitely very very raw, very visceral. But one thing I didn't like is you uh, you see that Robin lands, and then uh, the the one guy, one like henchman says, "Where's Batman? I don't see him," and. Robin, of course, is peeved because he's like, what the hell? I'm right here. Like, you're not, you're not worried about me? At that moment, that's when he should have said, fuck Batman. Not after he had downed everybody. It should have been right there. He's like, where's Batman? Where's Batman? I don't see him. Fuck Batman. And then he lays into all the dudes. Like, that would have been a perfect, like, precursor. So they, they, the order bugged me because when everyone's down and no one can even hear him say, fuck Batman, like, there's no there's no gravitas to that anymore. Like that's true. It's like when in the movies or TV show you kill somebody and then you have a snappy comeback after you've already killed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. The fight um, scene was, was pretty good though. I liked it. <laughs> All right. So I have a few other episode one notes before we get into the finale and talk okay. about the rest of the season. So I, I mentioned early on that there was some super bad acting from Rachel, uh, who's also known as Raven on the show. So that's the girl with the ring. The That's the girl powers. with the ring powers. That's right. Okay. Um, when she's like waking up from her flying Grayson's dream, uh, which is super like obvious or whatever. Um, I was like, Oh God, this acting is horrible. This is not a good start. I was worried. I was really, really, really worried. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that she's locked. She's like super locked from the outside of her bedroom door. Uh, but yet she, man- that. <laughs> but she manages to beat her mom down for breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. How did that work? I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, come on, how could she be down there first? It's crazy. Um, uh, super favorite moment of the first episode. <laughs> I said, shout out to the old dude leaf blowing as Raven leaves the house saying he doesn't care about her emotional issues and then calls her a weirdo. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. 
I said, lols. That is funny. That guy was a killer asshole, but he was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, you may just be there for 30 seconds, but God bless you. You're and he's best. not in the rest of the series, right? No, not at all. No. no. Never <laughs> makes an appearance That's again. his claim to fame. <laughs> uh, we get bloody headshots. Uh, like 10 minutes in, I was like, dang, this is like super graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the ear scraping. I wrote, talked about that. Um, I like that Robin was cleaning off his, his I called him R-rangs. Uh, R-rangs. Robarangs. Robarangs. Um, he was cleaning them off with water. <laughs> That's real sanitary. Like he's like, I don't care. Those guys are criminals. I'm going <laughs> to spread AIDS. I don't care. And what was funny about it too, that actually reminded me of something that I thought of. I forgot to write it down. When it, when he pulled the shot where he's cleaning it and it gets like a, a up close shot of the, the R with the blood on it, like the blood is dripping down off of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "How long ago? Like, <laughs> did you just kill another person with that?" <laughs> and now you're watching it, or maybe he was like, like cutting the stuff between his nails, like getting all the junk and cut himself and got blood on it. That could have been. Something. It. I'm sure that's. What <laughs> um, I said, "Is start okay?" So that chick with the with like the orange hair, mm-hmm. um, uh, or the pink hair, or whatever kind of hair she had, purple, purple, purple. Uh, her name is Starfire in okay. uh, in Titans, um, but she also has like a, a non uh, superhero name, and that's Coriander. Um, okay. She goes by Cory on the show. Anyways, I was like, is she a hooker? Like, I was kind of really confused when that first like scene rolled up. I was like, and also she's black. Just kidding, that didn't bug me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't care about that. I'm I'm actually totally fine with that. That I only say is that the character not black in the uh, comics. She actually has orange skin because she's an alien. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, so the fact that they went uh, with going with casting this this actress, um, there was a huge stink about it, and that's the only reason why I joke it about was. it. Yeah, but there was like a huge stink. Everybody was up in arms about casting her a, a, in this role, and I was like, "Give me a break! Who cares, man? Yeah, it's 2019." <clears throat> so that's why I was joking about that. But um, uh, <laughs> I liked. Or actually, rather, I, I didn't like. I was like, "There's no way that dude in the hotel closet, all tied up." is speaking any known language okay he's like complete gibberish and it's supposed to be like russian or something but it's it's like just complete fucking gibberish there's no actual words being said and yet we still get subtitles (laughs) i was like this is ridiculous um the neck break that she did starfire did uh her visuals on that the blast the fire blast that she does i Mm -hmm. thought that was pretty solid um, all the times that Robin says Rachel and screams the name, I'm just reminded of Christian Bale. Rachel! <laughs> so I was like, wow, this is really appropriate. Um, and I, okay, this is right at the end of the episode as you were talking about, um, the character with the green hair that stole, or turned into a tiger and stole the video game. Yeah. Uh, he goes by the name of Beast Boy, uh, mm-hmm. on the Titans, um, his, his name on the show is Gar, short for Garfield. Um, but anyways, <laughs> the security guard, prior to them showing this tiger, um, he's clearly playing a video game with a, a PS4 controller. Mm. But the video game is like some super fucking retro game. It's called Bentley Bear, and he's like getting gems or something. It's There's no way that it's a PS4 game, and yet he's like 
mashing the controller, uh, which video game acting. Yeah, that's thing. the video game. Uh, and I was like, I was like, there's tons of other video games present, and he chooses that game to play. Like, you wouldn't go and grab like Call of Duty, or you wouldn't go and grab like some like Red Red Dead or something. Yeah, come on, man, Red Dead Two. Give me a break. Uh, I said at least Beast Boy has better taste in video games. Because he clearly grabbed something much better. Something that was actually from like X, uh, Xbox or something. And I also said nice CGI on the tiger transformation. Uh, <laughs> but that was a sarcastic note. Uh, well, no, here's my one, my one gripe with Beast Boy. And this is something that you wouldn't have seen because you didn't watch the rest of the, the show. Is that Beast Boy in the comics can change into any animal. Okay. In this show, all he changes into is a tiger. Now, granted, maybe he's just realizing he has these powers. He hasn't really explored other animals, um, but it just seemed like a, a a missed opportunity to give him the ability to have other uh, animations. But it seems like they did this purposely because then they don't have to spend more money on other yeah. character models for the animation. <laughs> I was like, about to say, probably uh, getting a tiger was probably the only thing they could afford <laughs> in the budget. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that show, um, or that's that, that episode. Talk about uh, the season finale. Okay, so the season finale, keep in mind, I didn't watch any episodes in the middle, so I don't know how this got led to, but it takes a total U-turn <laughs> and is something totally different. Um, Dick is in California now. He has a wife and a kid. Um, he's video chatting with Tiger Boy. That's what I called him. <laughs> in my notes tiger boy who said it's cold in chicago but I, that's when i was like wait is it not from city chicago <laughs> <laughs> whatever um the the plot of this episode i have more notes but i'll just go over the plot so the plot of this episode is that dick gets word that commissioner gordon has been killed uh by the hands of the joker and that is the final straw for batman who decides I am going to kill the Joker. So Robin is like, I got to go back to Gotham. I can't let him do it because then he's going to be just as good as the criminals. He's no better. (laughs) Um, And he gets there and not only has Batman, or Batman threw the Joker off of a, a building into a car. He's like, he did it. The madman did it. He killed the Joker. Um, and then turns out the Joker is still alive. He's, he's um, hooked up to all sorts of machines. And Batman says, oh, yeah? And go, breaks into the fucking hospital, takes out all the orderlies <laughs> and everybody, and takes out the Joker. And then, as a big fuck you, the Batman says, I'm also going to Arkham. Fuck you, Riddler. Fuck you, Two-Face. Fuck you, Calendar Man. Fuck you, um... Oh, I'm blanking. The guy with the... Um, ventriloquist? The ventriloquist. Yeah, those were the big four that they showed. Um, and all, again, all the orderlies and stuff. He just tore ass through that. Um, <laughs> through that whole thing. I Actually, my note that I wrote, um, um, Gotham... Well, let me go back. So it shows Dick getting to Gotham. And Gotham City is people fucking in the streets. People fighting in the streets people standing around in the streets and i was like why does anybody live here <laughs> what is this what is even is this city um but there's like and even a shot of people just doing it in the street and nobody cares um <laughs> so before batman decides to, to kill the everybody else and the joker and all that stuff dick just goes to um wayne manor 
just gets a taxi, pulls right up to the front door. And I was like, can anybody just go to Wayne Manor? Is that like, is that like a thing? Because <laughs> there was no like security, no nothing. It was just, he just drove his car up there. Um, I'm, I'm blanking. I wrote Hank. Hank. Oh, um, Hank is, well, and you probably didn't see this because it was in another episode. Uh-huh. Hank is Hawk. Uh, uh-huh. part of the vigilante duo Hawk and Dove. Okay. Was, w- <laughs> this is the, the note I wrote and I don't remember the context. So you're going to have to help me. The note I wrote was Dick is getting cut by Hank. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. So that is Dove uh, that's, that was painting the one who was pregnant. Uh-huh. So during the series, during the actual show, uh, we find out that, um, I forget her actual, I think it's, oh, Dawn. Uh, Dawn, who goes by Dove uh, as like her vigilante superhero name, mm-hmm. uh, she briefly had a stint with Robin, but it didn't mm-hmm. work out. And then she ended up with uh, Hank, who goes as Hawk. So then they became the crime-fighting duo Hawk and Dove. Okay. And actually, their storyline's pretty cool. I, I enjoy the two of them in the show. You kind of missed that because of where it was placed in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that context was totally lost. Uh, for you seeing Hank for the first time and seeing this girl for the first time. And you're like, the heck? like, so yeah, that's, yeah, I don't really remember what happened. I just wrote the note. Dick is getting cut. <laughs> By, By the way, side note, the amount of times that they say Dick, uh, did you laugh every time? Cause I did. First couple of times. <laughs> I was like, who would in there? Who would really go by that name? Like who would really go by that name? <laughs> Somebody who doesn't want to be called Richard. <laughs> I suppose. Um, but getting back to the note that I really wanted to, to say was so uh, the scene where Batman tears ass through Arkham Asylum and kills everybody. My note for that scene was Batman franks everyone. Yeah, he does. I kind of <laughs> wish we got to see that, you know, that actual like mayhem happen. Like that would have been fun. Yeah. And then um, it all comes to a head with, um, Dick ratting out Bruce Wayne, the SWAT and everybody attacks Wayne Manor and ultimately everybody dies by the hand of Batman and Wayne Manor gets blowed up, blowed up. And then long story short, Dick kills Batman. And then the piece de resistance, the final kiss goodnight is that it was all a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Question mark. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'll tell you this. I found the season finale a hundred times more interesting than I found the first episode. Wow. Okay. Because the again, this this started like a whole new story that like I guess was what this was all leading up to, or maybe it was like a weird cliffhanger ending, or I don't really know. But the story was totally different. And the whole time I was watching it, all the way up to the end, minus the dream part, the the thought that was through my mind was this would be a fucking awesome Batman movie is if they took this concept where that Dick is or Robin is the main character, Batman's gone AWOL and he's trying to take down Batman and Batman just loses it. And then, you know, everybody has to go after Batman. Like I thought that would be such a badass Batman movie, such a, a, a turn on the Batman formula where the villain, cause the villain in Batman movies are always more interesting than Batman. That's true. Why not make, why, why not make Batman the villain? 
and he's gone nuts. Like, I just thought that would be a really badass. Totally. Movie. And it doesn't have to be in the, con- the continuity of the general universe. It could be one of those what no. if scenarios. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, a, like no. an annual, like an annual comic book or something like that. Totally. Yeah. And I, I and it was funny to me that they, they, I don't want to call it clever. They weren't being clever, but the way they would, Batman was always facing, his back was facing the camera <laughs> <laughs> or the Joker's head was conveniently smashed into the car or you would only see the Riddler's arm. <laughs> Just stuff like that. It's like they didn't want to spend all the money <laughs> to go to go over the top with this, but they just did enough so you could see. But, but I still liked it. Like I liked the way it was filmed. Like I said, I don't want to call it clever, but it was interesting enough where I was like, oh, how are they going to do this? How are they going to show everybody? So, so I, I, I actually really agree. That makes perfect sense, and that would be an awesome movie. I will say this, though, about the show is that season finale was nothing like the rest of the season. Nothing at all. It was a complete departure in tone and everything from the rest of the season that it almost felt out of place. Uh, it was just too stark a difference. Um, I feel like the highlights that you missed uh, that happened sort of sandwiched in the middle was the introduction of Doom Patrol because mm-hmm. uh, we get to meet them for the first time. Not the same full cast that we see in Doom Patrol, the, the series, but we do get introduced to Rita, who's Elastigirl, uh, we get to see uh, Larry Trainer, who is Negative Man, and we see uh, Brendan Fraser's character. I'm blanking on his name at the moment in the in the show. Uh, Robot Man, I think Cliff, I think Cliff or something like that. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of his comic. Book. Yeah, but his yeah, his character name is Robot Man, um, and then we also see the Doctor, who they refer to as Chief. But in uh, it's interesting in the Teen Titans show. Uh, whoever is playing the doctor in that particular episode, I think it's episode four, that dude gets fired. Uh, so he's not in Doom Patrol. In fact, Timothy Dalton takes his place and I'll talk about this later, but he's a far better choice. Timothy Dalton is a far better choice. Um, I wonder if there'll be a crossover with the Titans like from the, the Doom Patrol's person. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Um, and then as well, the other big highlight for me was Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh as, yeah that's right he shows up in this for like a hot second yeah jason todd is in that's right he's in like a wheelchair in that mm-hmm. season finale but in the middle of the season uh he comes and he helps robin and he you see just how vicious jason todd is as a fighter he even has this one move where he like it's like super wrestling style he holds the guy up and he jumps backward with his knees in the air so that the guy's back will land on his knees and right before he cracks the dude's back and like kills him he goes lights out motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) oh man it was like i'm like holy shit this guy's nuts uh and so and he's very agile um so i really liked the introduction of jason todd because the implication of jason todd gets me excited the idea that they could go down that road, we could end up getting uh, a whole Joker storyline, we could get a Red Hood storyline. Like, it, it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and we haven't seen that live action, so that would be really cool. Um, I, as the other big highlight for me was the Hawk and Dove storyline. I really felt like that was a real, um, uh, like, the series had a lot of heart with those two characters. And uh, there's even been talks that they're going to do a spinoff with those two characters. And I would actually, I, I would line up to see that. I think it's actually, they were really intriguing and enjoyable. I think the biggest letdown was Raven. I did not enjoy her storyline, her character. I thought she was. What are her powers exactly? Uh, she basically conjures like an evil spirit or like a possessive force mm-hmm. and sort of expels it outward. Um, okay. 
And she also can create portals, but they didn't really showcase that in the show. Okay. All right. That's fair. Did you, so would you put this uh, show toe to toe with like uh, Marvel's daredevil or Punisher in terms of your enjoyment? Good question. Um, I would say it was definitely far better than anything. Iron fist. Uh, I actually liked it better than uh, Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would not say it's better than uh, Daredevil um, or Punisher. Okay, that's fair. I'm yeah. I'm not motivated to go back and watch uh, the middle part of the season just because I I liked the last episode so much, and I know that just like you said, it's a departure from the rest of the show, and so I'm like, well, it's only going downhill. <laughs> so maybe I'm not gonna do it unless season two comes out, maybe to catch up if we end up talking about that. I just don't feel like super the need to go back and watch it like um, when Daredevil season three came out, for example. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my biggest complaint about that season finale is that they decided to spend the entire episode with a what if scenario that really was completely manifested and fake. So it didn't have any true um, implications on the actual story arc that they were building towards the entire season. And so there were just a lot of loose threads Um, by the time uh, Robin is sort of, it becomes aware that he's in this house, he's being possessed, and he's, he's sort of in a dreamlike state. Uh, and you see the implications of what just happened with Raven's father coming through, and he's like a malevolent force, and that sort of happened in the, in the episode prior. There's no resolution. It's, it's just very jarring. It's, not a, it's definitely a cliffhanger, but not in the sense that it just seems like the episode ran out of time. You know, like, oh, well, we meant to get to it, but uh, we spent too much time showcasing Robin. Like, literally, we almost saw every single day that he spent. <laughs> it's like, let's open up with the pool, and let's have him hanging out with the, his boy, and then let's have him painting a room. Like, what yeah. dumb shit can we have? Can we just get to the point and then we get back to the actual story? So, for me, it was like, can we get back to what we've been building for 10 episodes with? So, that's kind of All right. right. That's fair. All right, all right. Let's move on to Doom Patrol. I have plenty of funny notes for this one. Doom too. Patrol. <laughs> now, all right. I love the way Doom Patrol opens because we get our our boy. We get our boy Alan Tudyk, uh, who is uh, providing the narration for this show. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he'll be pr- providing it for the rest of the ser- the season, but I hope so because freaking love his voiceovers. He's so entertaining to listen to, to watch. And the fact that he's clearly playing the bad, the big bad guy of the season is very exciting. Yeah, I the whole episode I was like, where where's his character? Of course, he comes back at the very end, uh, just like you said, the big bad guy who's who's ready to tear ass into the Doom Patrol. Um, and Doom Patrol is an again another DC property that I'm not familiar with, but I am open-minded. I, uh, I guess you could say I'm bi curious <laughs> <laughs> comic wise. Um, and so the, the, the lady, let's start with her. What's her, I'm just blanking on her name. The, 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 the old timey actress. Uh, uh, Elastigirl. R- Rita? Yeah. Rita. I was, I wanted to say Ruth. Like R was thinking, it's like, I don't know what her powers are like elastic girl. So you just gave me an idea of what she can or can't do. Yeah. Um, clearly she can't, at least by this episode, um, she doesn't seem to be, have control over it yet. So it kind of manifests as sort of like a blobbish type situation, but if she's able to harness it, then I think that you'll be able to start to see sort of a, 
I would guess like a Mr. Fantastic type situation. I'll tell you that when she turns into a giant nut sack and rolls <laughs> down the street, <laughs> all I could think of was that's a giant nut sack. <laughs> you know, I couldn't, I couldn't place where I had seen it before, but now that makes sense. <laughs> You're like, Oh yeah, I see that in the mirror. <laughs> oh man. Oh, no. man. <laughs> but the, the show, I liked it. Um, Again, I, I went into this with no knowledge of any of these characters. But that being said, it it was interesting enough that I felt like, okay, I, I'd, I'd watch another episode of this. Um, I'll sign up for my own free trial. <laughs> there you go. Um, I particularly liked Brendan Fraser. I did too, and I was surprised to, to say that. To, surprised to come to that realization, because when I initially saw he was cast, I was like, Wow, they found a robot man to play robot man. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's cold. I'm Brendan Fraser. <laughs> he survived sexual assault. Give him a break, Sean. <laughs> he is a little, he's looking a little uh, thick in the waistline, though, compared to his George of the Jungle days. That's true. But but that's okay, because he's like 60 years old now. Um, but I, I like him because every time I, I see him, I, I immediately think back to when he was the caveman in Encino Man. It's like, Gus Gus. the juice. But I, I liked him. I liked his, his story. Let me tell you my very first note that I wrote. <laughs> I know what this is going to be. <laughs> his, his, my very first note was, who's the fox? Yes, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> I had to rewind it actually because I was like, what did he just say? So did I. I rewound it too. <laughs> and I put on the closed captioning. <laughs> That's what I did too. I, I put on the closed captioning because I was like, what did he say? I just couldn't. I was like, what? Because he said, who's the fox? So I'm definitely putting that one in the back of the mind to use at a later date when appropriate <laughs> to see how that goes over. When you're, when you're making Link a daughter or a sister or whatever. That's yeah. right. Making Link a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, buddy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it works. Don't even worry about it. Um, my second note was boobies in a DC show. Your move, Marvel. <laughs> I was oh like, there's freaking God. butts and boobs in this thing. Yeah. I mean, we got Brendan Fra- Fraser's his, uh, his butt, his butt, <laughs> his small little butt. And then you had that girl's boobies just flopping yeah. around all over the place. And I was like, Wow. Netflix doesn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I, that scene, I was laughing my face off. The fact that he was like, who's say it? (laughs) Who's the fox? (laughs) But even though his, his character was kind of a dick, like I like, I still liked his character. Like, especially the part when he's, he's doing the drag race and his boss is getting fondled by his wife and he's like, what the fuck in slow motion? And then almost get, almost dies in a car accident. Um, and I thought it was really interesting how they, they played up that car accident. Like he died in it. And then, yes. and then later in the episode, like, Oh no, you didn't actually die in that. Uh, you decapitated your wife. Uh, or everybody got decapitated actually <laughs> in that car accident. That yeah. Yeah. That was pretty tragic. Trying. Um, I didn't see that coming. Did you see that coming? No, I certainly yeah, didn't. Yeah, no, I was not prepared. I was like, "Are you? there's more to this? Holy crap. Um, I, I will say that there is a definite uh, cinema sin 
for using the Guardian soundtrack, Fox on the Run, during the race scene, the car race scene. Shame, shame, DC. How fucking dare you? So do not dare use Marvel uh, soundtrack songs that are instantly recognizable with, say, Guardians of the Galaxy and use them for your own stuff. Find something else. Not cool. Yeah, that's fair. And then you got... um... The mummy who was buried with uh, his cat, as Brendan Fraser so eloquently put it. Um, <laughs> what's what's his superhero name? Uh, Negative Man. Negative Man. Okay. He's a really interesting, very obscure character in the sense that his powers, even by by the end of that first episode, it's not really explained exactly what he can do. No, not really. Like his his like. He's out in outer space or getting ready to fly that outer space uh, jet. And, you know, you get a quick glimpse of like an electric sort of being like looking through his window and that's all you really see it. And then at the end, he finally works up the urge to go out in public and order a beer. And I'm like, yes, good for this guy. Because I sort of like, I don't want to say felt for his character, but you definitely sort of like root for him because like it shows... You know, he had a wife and kids, but he was also secretly gay and he died and he's horribly disfigured now and he has to walk around with mummy tape all over him. So I'm like, let the guy have a beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> can, I, like, can I say during that scene when he was gra- asking for the beer, I thought to myself, are they going to give him a straw? Like, what's he going to, is he yeah, going to like, he's going to like I, lift up the bandage a little bit and there's going to be like mummified, like lips or whatever i totally was expecting him to just unwrap like that's what i thought was going to happen i thought he was just going to do unwrap (laughs) just go for it um but then that's when you know that that sort of electric sort of um electro from the amazing spider-man 2 sort of electricity sort of comes out of his chest and he's like and he runs away and the 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 light's getting brighter and brighter and he goes oh no 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 (laughs) he just trips and falls and it falls out of his chest that made me laugh like i don't know why that made me laugh but him going no 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 (laughs) it was was like the same reaction if you knew you had to go to the bathroom really bad like you had diarrhea and you weren't you were trying to run to the bathroom but you knew it just it was it was gonna come out like it's about to happen and then it just he's like no 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 no. i gotta i gotta 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 make it to that toilet uh i will say his power at least from what i was able to read up on it or whatever he has like a negative energy built within him that is from that weird cosmic cloud type Mm. situation um and it he can sort of use that negative energy as like an extension of himself um but exactly how that's going to come into play we really haven't seen it uh harnessed yet more or less it just sort of seems to build up inside him and then occasionally takes over I, i i don't know what causes it to happen maybe it's just like a general building of energy i don't know yeah, so, and then you say. got you got your girl who has multiple personalities. Sixty four of them, yes. Sixty four, Nintendo sixty four of them, and uh, one of them she turns into a Hulk, Hulk like creature. Uh, of course, that gets shut down immediately, right when things were about to get interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she had like an, an enlarged. I called her enlarged firehead chick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we didn't get to see much there, and then um, uh, the actress Rita. Uh, I didn't realize like a last like elasticity. Okay, they don't they don't make it obvious in that first episode no. what her powers are. Um, the only thing that I thought was super interesting about her character was she clearly she was from the fifties. Uh huh. Um, and it's 2019 when the show takes place, but she looks exactly the same. Like it was a very sort of Richard Alpert 
sort of mystery. Ooh, very um, lostish. Nice. There's a lost reference for you guys. And so I was curious about like, why does this girl not age? But I guess I can put the pieces together if her, if her name's Elastic Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing they did, they touched on in the Doom Patrol episode four uh, of Titans is she has to eat an enormous amount of food. They only kind of hint at it in the season premiere of Doom uh-huh. Patrol. But in episode four, uh, she actually has like giant platters of food because they do like a whole like food sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Negative Man is like the cook of the house. And so he like prepares like the most amazing like meals and stuff. But um, but she has to eat an enormous amount of food sort of to counter the metabolism needed to keep up her appearances or something like that. I don't know. It's hard to explain. So uh, so there's that piece of things. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, I wrote this down. I said, I laughed when the black dude threw up when he saw Elastigirl all melty. <laughs> oh yeah. So gross that <laughs> he's like, <laughs> throws up. And he's like, it's hilarious. It's not even a full blown throw up. It's like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I, I dug the, the very meta, narration from uh tudic he's clearly breaking the fourth wall a bunch of times he's like oh the critics are gonna hate this yeah uh, so i dug that very um very deadpool-esque reminded me of so that was cool um the twist on robot robot man's origin as far as that whole sequence with decapitating his wife and killing his his daughter uh kind of came into play um i said before uh, i'm glad that they replaced uh dr calder they refer to as the chief Glad they replaced that actor with Timothy Dalton. He's far more interesting and far more of a father figure, appropriately so for the group. He's very much the Professor Xavier of the of this ragtag X Men team. So, was it all the outside of him? It was all the same actors in Teen Titans or Titans? Excuse me. Yep. Uh, outside of him, it was all the same. They did not have Crazy Jane. Uh, she did not appear in episode four of Titans. So she was new to the season premiere. Okay. And from what it looks like in the previews as well, we know that we're going to be getting uh, Victor Stone. Cyborg is going to be joining the ranks of the team of the, uh, the Doom Patrol team. But I think that happens in the second or third episode. So, Did uh, Brendan Fraser also reprise his voice? Yes, he did. Robot Man? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I probably won't watch it. <laughs> I still won't go back and watch it, but I'll watch. I think I am interested enough in in Doom Patrol. I don't know if if I'm interested enough to plunk down seventy five bucks to watch it. I might I might go back and do the free trial once <laughs> once the whole series is finished in May. Well, and I don't want to um, say the wrong thing here, but it kind of looks like the free trials are based off of email addresses. So oh, I got tons of those. So theoretically you might be able to enhance the amount of time you got with the stuff if you create a bunch of email addresses. That's but true. I'm not, uh, don't quote me on that, uh, uh, listeners. I don't know for sure. But it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> quote um, me on that. As in, quote <laughs> me on that. You can totally steal from them. Just make a bunch of new emails. When we finally see Alan Tudyk's character uh, after he's been subjected to that weird experiment back in the, was it the fifties or something like that? It was Mm -hmm. very, it was a Nazi sort of experiment. Um, He's very interesting. And you know what, Uh, in the comic books, the character, Mr. Nobody, which is who he plays. um, That's the name of his big bad. Although I don't think they spend any time introducing his character's name in that first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, He's portrayed as sort of, 
sort of a two-dimensional half there, half not. It's very hard to make out the character. And so the way that they approached it, it's very cool visual. And it's sort of basically stating that he exists in multiple universes at the same time. That's why you're not seeing all of him at one time. Ooh, like Dark Seed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, the episode ends very uh, interestingly with a cliffhanger of this massive... Um, I don't know what you want to call it. Just like a, a huge hole in the street that looks like it's a portal of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, maybe even another universe and crazy Jane jumps into it. So uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I- I'm actually kind of intrigued. I think I might stick around for another episode at least and see what happens uh, for doom patrol. But uh, I'm glad personally that we uh, decided to dig into DC universe and kind of experience the other side of the coin, the other side of the universe there. Yes, uh, we do pride ourselves in covering all things geek, including DC. It's just <laughs> the problem with DC is that they don't put out as much contact. Like Marvel's just everywhere, man. Like you can't go a month without something new Marvel coming out. That's true. But if DC can keep up on the train, we'll talk a lot more DC too. Uh, but what I want to know is if, are you going to plunk down that $75 or are you going to use my idea of creating a bunch of emails and just stealing content. I'm going to steal your idea, bro. <laughs> oh, man. $75 is a lot of money. Unless you wanted to get into like the comics. Like if you, if you decided that you wanted to, you know, pull up the app on your phone and start getting into Doom Patrol. I mean, if the show's interesting enough, I, I would consider going and reading that. Um, I could see that being worth, worth its money, especially if you decided to get into more different series. Like, if they, I didn't look into the comics area, but if they have like a whole wealth, like a whole giant back catalog, you know, years and years of comic books, I mean, that could be worth the price if you it really could. wanted to get, you know, your money's worth That's on true. this thing. That's true. And they have the entire Batman animated series uh, available to watch, oh. all enhanced. So it's been um, remastered uh, and it's, it's gorgeous. The, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Very so nice. Think- I personally highly recommend our listeners check out DC Universe. At least give it a, a free trial and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Just watch the last episode of Titans. Even <laughs> though I ruined it for you already, it's so much better than the first and it could be a movie. It's good enough to be a movie. So watch that and watch Doom Patrol. There we go. Give your, we give go. your boy Brendan Fraser his comeback that he deserves. <laughs> well, we got plenty more geek content coming your way in the weeks to come. Of course, a few weeks from now, we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel. And not long after that, we'll be talking about Avengers Endgame. But we've got plenty of things to talk about before we get there. So you'll have to stay tuned for more. We have uh, new episodes every week. So we thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Same geek time. Same geek channel. I've got a dog behind me that keeps licking himself and I have a feeling it's going to be either the sexiest podcast of all time, uh, giving people boners on their ways to work, or it's going to make people want to throw up. So it's one of the two. Or both. Ugh, I got a boner. <laughs> Can you imagine that at the same time? <laughs> uh-huh. The boner won't go away. Uh, I just threw up all over my boner. <laughs> <laughs> Body makes me hurl. <laughs> uh, I love it. 